This podcast is sponsored by Manscaped. up 5-9 gamers welcome back it is time once again for the dokon battle podcast we are here for episode 91 and i am your host the masked ningen of course i am not alone every week we have uh, a fascinating array of guests to discuss the weekly events going on in everybody's favorite gacha game so join me in welcoming the guests for this week first up we have tech gohan's number one fan minato how's it going Yo, 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 I love Tech Gohan Garden Stacking. That's really it. He, okay. do. <laughs> he, he, do, he does. So. <laughs> Next up, we have the man of many gachas, Mr. Gail Riot. How are you today, sir? I'm doing well, and I wouldn't necessarily call us all fascinating, I would say, but we wow. do love Don't... the game that is Dokkan Talk about, and... <laughs> talk about <laughs> underselling yourself, come on. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but we're here to talk about some Dokkan. Um, Global has been a bit slow, so I'm just here to make up the numbers, basically, is what I say. You know, you know, Gail, I think you're fascinating, okay? And all of our, all of our viewers, I'm looking at you, you're fascinating. You're yeah, amazing. Defi- they, they definitely are fascinating, for sure. There you go. See, and we have as well returning to the podcast after his uh, successful face reveal. We have our boy Ice Cold Joker. How is it going, my dude? Good morning, everyone. Uh, it's good to be back. Sorry that I took like a month long break or something, but had to deal with the face <laughs> cam situation. And now here we are. Here we are indeed. So yeah, episode 91, we are going to start off with some JP stuff for this week. So we are going to jump straight into probably the hottest topic for the week, which is, of course, the reveal from uh, Jump that we are getting the... LR Zamasu as the part two LR for the Tanabata celebration. Big shock, I'm sure. Nobody in the community predicted that we were going to get an LR Zamasu. Everybody is flabbergasted that this is what we are getting for part two. So, uh, yeah, we're going to talk a little bit about what we potentially would expect uh, from the unit. Obviously, you know, we just had a very successful EZA for someone who's going to work very well alongside him, who we will get to later on. So we'll start off with Minato as our resident JP boy. Uh, what are your thoughts on the upcoming LR merged Zamasu? I don't know. I personally thought it was going to be Super Saiyan Blue Goku. You know, the Kaioken one. Ah, I guess it's a Masu. Just kidding. People actually did I, think I, that, which was hilarious. <laughs> but yeah. I, I really am excited for Zamasu. I hope that they give him, like, tons of healing. Make him, like, a very tanky boy, right? You know, like, what if they make him, like... Like a unit that survives KO attacks. Like, you know, like that old Namagoku. But he mm. heals so that... After he survives that attack and he heals from it, you don't die from the next attack, right? <laughs> from mm. taking down what he did. So I don't mm. know, they could do so much with them. I think it could be really fun. And hopefully he'll be really good. Uh, the only thing that sucks is I wish his leader skill would be more than 150%, but I wouldn't yeah. expect it to be higher. Yeah, it would be nice to see uh, them go higher than 150% for yellow coin LRs now that we are firmly in the 200% meta, but... That's probably just wishful thinking on our part. So, uh, Joker, as uh, welcome back to the podcast. What do you think about LR Zamasu? What would you like to see from our uh, fusion boy? 
I mean, it, it's about time that he got a standalone LR or just a new unit in general, because it's been so long since he's gotten uh, gotten his last one. Mm-hmm. But I kind of agree with uh, Minato that he should be a defensive, tanky mother. And then maybe like halfway through the fight, kind of, I don't know if they lose all the defense, but like gain like a crap ton of offense because he's just going all out. Mm. I kind of think that would be interesting. I don't I don't want him to have the whole like attack and defense after the final blow. Like don't don't do that. Yeah. Please for the love of God. <laughs> Please but don't do that. Oh, that's the worst mechanic ever. <laughs> yeah, the fact Rose that they gave it to Sierra Rose is just sad. He's crying. Right? Like, ugh. <laughs> but he needs to work really well with the tech LR Goku Black and Zamasu. So he needs to probably be a slot one unit as well, because they take a little bit to build up. But we'll talk about them later. Yeah, it would definitely be nice if they were uh, both. If he was good enough to be in slot one as well, because then that gives you a little bit of flexibility. Even if you are running the two of them together, you can uh, put whichever one in slot one will work best for that turn. So that obviously would be very, very nice. Uh, Gail, what about you? Do you have any extra thoughts? Anything nobody else has mentioned that you would like to see as part of the uh, LR Zamasu kit or his animations or anything like that? What would you like to see? Well, like Minato said, I think the first thing I would want is I'd hope that their leader skill would be higher than 150. I still maintain that they could easily do like 150 plus 30 percent if they really wanted to. I think a 180 leader skill for all these yellow point LRs is fine. In all honesty, they don't have to get to that 200 percent meta that Dokkan Fest do in this day and age. They always like to go a bit less. I think 180 is perfectly fine, but no idea why they don't do that. Um, In regards to what his passive and stuff will be like i think he's going to be a little bit of a in-between kind of character because when you look at the previous zamasus emerge zamasus corrupted zamasus it's always been that zamasu the normal zamasu not fused or anything just zamasu has been extremely defensive right um highest defensive highest damage reduction whatever you give him he's defensive then his middle stage has been the middle ground of the two right and then his corrupted stage is where he just goes full out offense, like Joker said. So since we are getting a few Zamasu that isn't corrupted, nor is he just Zamasu, I think it's going to be somewhere in between where they don't go full defense nor full offense. But I hope that the balance is done well, because sometimes if they do go too balanced, then he's not getting the best of both worlds. And that's an issue, right? So yep. I'm really, really hoping if they do go for that balance like they have for previous iterations of, you know, corrupted normal zamasu merge zamasu whatever hopefully this one is a good balance whatever they do end up doing with him in all honesty i like the ideas that minato's post uh you know said as well i was gonna say posted as if he tweeted them out or something <laughs> but i like the i like the ideas you mentioned as well with the healing and surviving off a of ko and i really do hope no final blow please i've had it with <laughs> i've had it i i've seen too many of these units now that have this whole final blow thing it's kind of stupid you know Another thing I wouldn't want him to have is, like, gain stats when he gets attacked because there's, like, mm-hmm. so many units on that team, the Future Saga team now, that have that. Yeah. So it's like, we have both the leaders, Goku Black and Zamasu, the AGO Goku Black, and then if they add a fifth mm-hmm. unit like that, like, that's just way too much. So hopefully he's, yeah. he's not something like that. That would be ideal. Because yeah, these teams can normally show if they oh, have an active scale into, like, the grotesque form. Uh, I don't think I don't think so. I, I think that's yeah. going to be an entirely separate unit. Yeah, I um, think they'll leave that for later. Yeah, there is a possibility they could have that 
but we've only all we've really seen from the scans is what his LR art looks like. Yep. Although sometimes those units do have like the transformed version in the background, which that obviously doesn't. But if it's just an active skill, then maybe. Um, I would I like mean, to see because we know the SSR art is obviously they're all it, the unit that you will pull from the banner as an SSR is already merged Zamasu. So I think it would be pretty cool if they had an intro animation of them fusing. But obviously, potentially cool. they will keep that for. Yep. A, uh, they could potentially keep that for a future unit where they actually bring out a Goku Black and Zamasu who fuse. So yeah, I mean, very interesting to see what they do. <laughs> if we if we don't get that now, again, there's still speculation on Future Saga being worldwide celebration. I think that could be a really good unit for that uh, specific celebration if it does end up being something, or even like a New Year's or something crazy, right? Um, yeah. It could be really cool. But I, I would like to see that intro animation as well. I just think that, you know, like like you said, Ningen, they usually have, most of the times, they have those transformation, like, that have the transformation in the background of the card art. So, I, I don't know for sure. But that's, like, like why Goku Black and Zamasu in the background, a lot of the times, like, characters with intro animations have the character in the intro and the card art. Like, Majin Vegeta, the um, Golden Frieza LR that came out recently, he has the Final Form Frieza in the background, right? Yeah, Stuff true. like that, right? Uh, so I think it's possible he can get an intro. That could be really mm. cool with the fusion. Yeah, that would be cool. I also, like, I do like the idea that you said, like, building on that surviving the KO uh, mechanic by actually including a heal. Because imagine if it gave you, like, even if it was only a fairly reasonable heal, nothing too crazy, but... You can imagine one of those crazy lucky runs where you get like, he survives a KO hit, heals, then gets super attacked immediately afterwards. So he survives that and heals like all in the same turn. That would <laughs> yeah. be, that'd be mean, awesome. And it does and the fit with that, the character. So Even if it's like 10 or 15% HP, like a small amount, as long mm -hmm. as the rest of your units on rotation take double digits from normals as well. And you know, given it's not a boss like Broly that multiple supers during the turn, you'll be looking pretty good. Um, and that's why I just want so much healing. Like, make him... Like, even, you know, I said I don't want him to build stats when he, like, gets attacked, but what if he heals with each attack he takes? And something, yeah. something like that, right? And just... Make him feel immortal. Like, make him feel mm. unkillable. I think that's what I would really like, right? <laughs> but, but, um, but Minato, he's semi-immortal, bro. Come on. Oh, now. my God. Please oh, stop. Like. You can't yeah, be semi-immortal. Just keep that, that. keep that purple goo monster out of the equation. That's all I'm hoping for. Um, I, I don't want to see any of that. I'm a big fan of the design of Mosamasu. The Halo's Masu is so cool. Yeah, yeah, he looks so good. But, but no, yeah, so... But uh, sorry, I want to add one more thing as well. This is something um, Minato and I were talking about in the morning, actually, or morning for me last night for him. Um, the one thing I want to see more units have, and I'm kind of hoping that this Merzamasu has as well, is um, we were talking about units that actually have something in their passive where they get stats, the more additional supers they do within that turn, you know? Like sort of LR, Frieza, and 17, I think we were talking about as an example. They're the only mm -hmm. units that kind of do that. Um, so I'd like to see that as well, potentially in this unit or any future unit to be more precise, but this unit would be a good start. Yeah. Cause as you guys said, if we have a lot of units that already want to be hit multiple times to build up, it would make him fit well on the team. If he had some sort of a mechanic based on the number of times he attacks rather than the number of mm -hmm. times he gets hit. As, as well, long as it doesn't him. reset after every turn. Yep. Yeah. We don't want any more of that. <laughs> so, <laughs> again, Golden Freezer 17, Blue Evolution Vegeta. Uh, yeah. Age up pretty quickly. <laughs> I wonder well, why. 
Plus, the great thing is the summonable SSR, like we already, like we said already, is a merge Zamasu. So technically, he has a farmable super attack. So uh, you guys can get him at least to SA10 for free. So if you I'm are using Kai's anyways. Summon, yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> well to, I mean, Toon Rami will be so upset of you not <laughs> Dokon responsibly. So oh my but, god, yeah. I can't wait to find the fifty percent chances. Oh, oh dude, so the drop excited. rate, the drop rate is so bad for them as well. <laughs> uh, yeah. If you're free to play, though, it's an option. You know. Yeah, well, but yeah. So so yep. Mozamasu, uh, by the time the episode goes up, I think we might have seen his details or they'll be coming out the next day. So obviously stay tuned. Uh, we're all very interested to see what he is going to end up looking like and uh, how well he's going to fit in with the other units we're going to get to. But as we wrap up our first topic, we are going to take a very short break right now to hear a word from our sponsor. Support for the show is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Their products are precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped's performance package is the ultimate men's hygiene bundle. Join over 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer just for you. You can get 20% off and a free worldwide shipping discount with the code down below on your screen right now at manscaped.com. If my math is correct, that equates to around 8 million balls. So basically, we received the Performance Package 4.0 in the mail, and uh, we're gonna go through quickly what came in the package. So first things first, we did receive the Manscaped Weed Whacker. Uh, that's the first thing here, obviously. <laughs> this is the electric nose and hair trimmer. Then they actually did provide us with some uh, boxer briefs right here. Um, then we actually ended up getting the um, the lawnmower trimmer over here. Then we ended up getting the crop preserver, which is a deodorizer, very useful. And then we got the crop reviver, which is a toner. So uh, this package, very, very useful. If you guys are interested in this, um, even if you know you, you yourself is not gonna are not gonna use this, you can buy it as a gift for somebody. But um, yeah, just don't forget that in order to get this, you have to use the code. Well, you don't have to use the code down below, but it would you know give you a big discount if you use the code down below. 20% uh, off and free shipping with the code. Depending on what podcast you guys are watching right now, it'll be different. Um, but the code right here on your screen is what you use to get the 20% discount as well as the free shipping. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. Okay, well, thank you, Goresh, and thank you, Manscaped. So let us move on to the next topic. We did mention it very briefly, but we do have some easy A's to discuss on this episode. So to keep in line with the discussion about the upcoming LR Zamasu, let's go ahead and talk about the existing LR Zamasu and Rose Goku Black. So the Tech LR, the last of their meta to get an easy A, finally received it. Uh, a lot of people were surprised earlier on in the celebration when they didn't get it. I think I said on a previous episode, a couple of episodes ago, that there's no way this unit doesn't get an easy A during this celebration. And uh, when the first lot of details came out, I, I was starting to sweat a little bit. But yeah, here we go. We actually have it. And uh, damn. So, uh, Gail, why don't you tell us a little bit about the EZA for Tech, LR, Zamasu, and Goku Black. What do you think of this unit? I have a few words for them, and that is they are the best EZA in the game right now. I think they're hands down so powerful, and they don't even have a 200% leader skill. I think, you know, their buildup is quick. I've seen them hit 700k defense at times. 
they have that first three turns of guard as well so that helps yeah. them in the shorter events as they take time to build up overall i think they knocked it out of the park with this easy it is so so refreshing to see an actually good easy considering you know a certain other character got their easy at this celebration <laughs> another lr that uh, will come on to as well but honestly i think you know they knocked it out of the park this is the standard of easies they need to have from here on out we don't expect the easiest to be like the best each time but they have to be in and around the first spot at the very minimum right and i feel like that they've been sort of lacking on that front with these lrs sometimes right um obviously Fizzcell was so very solid now this guy is here so at least we've got that but at the same time we've had some others that are a bit questionable so good job from for these guys i'm very much looking forward to using them when they come out uh, on global for sure mm -hmm. and so minato i know you've used them quite a bunch uh, i've checked out your videos for them uh so yeah well would you agree with gail uh, and the question i would put to you are they now because obviously he's outdated a little bit now but have they taken broly's spot as being the most impactful eza on release oh uh, yeah i would say so they're just they're actually crazy. It's like, even <laughs> Broly was good, but it's like the landscape is just much different. A unit yep. being like top four now is much more impressive, I think, just because mm -hmm. there's a whole meta shift right now. Mm -hmm. And he tanks red zone supers type disadvantage. He, <laughs> he, I brought him against Omega without his guard at the end. He took double digits from Omega, right? Like, uh, he's an absurd and he does 11 million, 13 million attack stacks, right? It, and this guy, he heals every turn 15%, which, you know, I think that's something people may overlook. That 15% healing every turn is so good. Just to make yep. sure that you're surviving more. You can take more of those attacks from even the other units on rotation that may take a little more damage than them. They build up really quickly. They have to guard the first three turns, like Gail said. The only, like, downside to them is their leader skull. Like, because their leader skull obviously yeah, sucks, yeah. right? But <laughs> no, everything else is, like, perfect. If they have, like, a godly leader skill, you could probably argue them on, like, the level of the seven-year LRs. Like, if they had, like, a mm. stupid good leader skill. Because they're just, they're actually absurd. They're, I would say, defensively, they might even be better than them. Like, and yep. evades, especially in events that can't disable evasion. They destroy Broly, right? Um, and offensively, they hold up their own too. There's like so much mm -hmm. to talk about this unit because it, it does. They do everything, and they're my they're one of my favorite units right now. And in my opinion, they're easily like a top five unit in the game, just in general. Every single unit in the game, including Dokkan, Fessalars, and stuff, they're yeah. that good. And I'm very very satisfied with how they did them. Yeah, they do actually seem crazy. And like you said, the thing, the 15% healing is really, really good because I wanted to just mention specifically on that. Like you said, they're not even on a 200% team yet. Um, but like you think about the amount of HP that we're getting on teams now with some of these leader mm -hmm. skills. Like I just did a very quick calculation in the background. But if your team has 600k HP, which... With 200% leads, we're seeing way higher than that now. That means they're healing you 90,000 HP at the beginning of every turn. And they're a unit that takes basically no damage. So uh, very, very useful for this more difficult content. So Joker, do you have any other thoughts about the LR Black and Zamasu? I mean, I've, I've seen the showcases. I've seen the damage numbers that they could put up after like two turns. And it's it's 
wonky, man. I don't really know <laughs> what they were thinking. Like, I'm really glad that they made them so much better than a lot of the previous LR EZAs because, you know, mm. Trunks was meh, Majum Vegeta was meh, Broly, you know, was the king for them. But, you know, they've come out and they've, like they said, they've set the new standard for LR EZAs. So anything going forward, if it's if it doesn't match this, then it's just mm. going to be a complete and utter L. Because <laughs> it's they, funny you should say that. <laughs> <laughs> they're really powerful. And yeah, there's a there might be an example of a complete and total L later. Mm, there might be. But yeah, I'm definitely very happy. Um, the Funnily enough, the LR Black and Samasu was the first banner, I think, ever on Global that I properly wailed out on. Um, it took me, I think, a thousand stones to pull a copy of them. And I believe mm -hmm. it was the first time I'd ever spent a thousand stones on a single banner because uh, I was very, very hyped for them. Um, very excited after seeing like the JP uh, showcases mm -hmm. and stuff. So, you know. Very, very excited. Shout out to the Gaming Claw. I'll always remember the uh, his <laughs> summon video where he pulled two copies of him and jumped out the window. That was amazing. So I remember <laughs> that. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> that was so, That's that was a so good. See, so, yeah, I was so oh excited goodness. for him to come out that on Global. So. No, don't you remember when he went out the window, he was like, I pulled Goku Black. <laughs> that was Wait, funny. I missed this video. What was this? That was uh, a long time ago, Gaming uh, Claw. Yeah, he's one of the OGs. <laughs> one of the OGs. Shout out to an ex-fellow yep. UK Dokon creator. So mm -hmm. sadly before my time, but yeah, always used to yep, love yep. watching uh, Alex. So yeah, though, great EZA unit. Uh, we won't move on to the example of the complete L because we'll move on to uh, the other summonable LR EZA who... Whilst not as good, I don't think we would argue is a complete L, would we? So, Minato, give us your opening thoughts about LR, Trunks, and Mai's EZA. The more I use them, the more I hate them, is what I say. Oh. Um, <laughs> after, well. Like, looking at their details, they look really nice, but then when you use them in-game, I think the big issue with them is their partners, like, mm. that will get, like, Brainiacs and, like, Cold Judgment, which if you don't have those links active, they get, like, 300k defense at most. <laughs> um... It's like their design and mine specifically with that evasion that they get against a future saga enemy. But there's no actual difficult content right now to really get that. So that's yeah. just kind of a useless part of their passive. They want a very specific team build. So like you can't even run them like you can run them on the Vegeta and Trunks team, which is like probably I think that's like the only team that they're really on right now, if I'm not mistaken. Um mm. But the thing is that you have to, you can't run like, you know, all those like the LR gods, LR Super Saiyan 4s, or those units. You have to run time travelers. And like the units that will work best with them are like the AGL Trunks and Mai, which have age at this point. It yeah. Mai, AGL Mai, all those units suck. So you have to go out of your way to make a worse team build. And then even then, at, at their best, they can get like, you know, 450, 500k defense or so, which can be pretty good. But it's like, they're doing like, you know, seven, six million tax stats. You think that if you have to build a team around them, they would be as impressive as like Goku Black and Zamasu, who came out right next to them. Yeah. And Goku Black and Zamasu, even without big bad bosses, they looked more impressive to me than this unit when I fully built the team around them and the units around them suck. Yeah. It's just, <laughs> it is a disappointment. Honestly, I think they could have made them better. I think that even if they just made the evasion just against all enemies they would have been like twice as good because evasion is such a 
busted ability, right? Yep. And you wouldn't take them against Broly or 13 anyways because those are EGL bosses, right? So it doesn't mm -hmm. matter that they can't evade there. Um, though it would be helpful, obviously, but you would take them against all these other stages like Omega, Shenron, and stuff like that, right? Uh -huh. I, I don't know. Um, they're clearly just a super battle road unit that does not have a stage to capitalize them on. They're not yeah. good for red zone. It just really, really use them. You can see that, but I don't. I, I it's because I I usually hate like hating on these units. I'm like, being so negative on them, but it's just the truth, right? <laughs> they could they could look nice when you set them up properly in a showcase setting, but realistically, I don't see myself using this unit unless we get like a broken Dokonfest Mayan trunks or another yeah. Mai or something, right? Yeah. I, I I just don't see myself using them. Um, I mean, like an exchange Mayan trunks could be pretty cool, I guess, right? Yeah. Um, that's an idea for a Dokonfest, but. Who knows? It's eh, eh. <laughs> I give him like a six out of ten, maybe is what I say. Ooh, Especially six because out of ten. I I'm hate and like, I like how Negan is like oh, I think they're okay, right? And I'm like just <laughs> they suck, right? I know. But <laughs> uh, well, I'm so bad. But all um, I really thought going into this is that they weren't uh, going to be a massive L. But so can, six out of ten is not bad. I you guess you can right? run them for sure. Yeah, you can run them. They're not. A complete L, but yep. I think that they're a unit that could cause you to lose, mm. and you might as well just run a better team, right? Instead of because yeah. especially because time travelers, not the best, not in the best situation right now specifically. Um, yeah. But who knows? Uh, in like three weeks, they could be like you know all top tier. You know, uh, <laughs> we'll have to wait and see. But I don't know. It's just a little disappointing to me. Yeah, Joker. What do you think about LR Trunks and my? I mean, I don't know how I can follow up after that giant rant, but... Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. Just come in, just come in strong just and say that yeah, they're your favorite unit in the game. <laughs> yeah, they're so amazing. I can't wait to use them in every single stage in the game. Yeah. It, he's right, though. It's like, yeah, 300k defense was really good, and 6-7 million attack stats were really good, but the meta has changed, and they have yeah. unfortunately fallen to, like, the bottom tier of the current meta, which is unfortunate because you know like what four months ago that would have been great well i will say i wouldn't say they're bottom tier again when you set them up properly they could have pretty nice numbers right but if you but... have to set them up with a whole bunch of units that are not <laughs> yeah. Right, and yeah, then like you're AGL not gonna trunks and my right <laughs> like they're um, they're only like real stage is gonna be what future saga at esbr or something to, like, exactly right and they can yep. dodge in there for two of the stages because they don't <laughs> dodge sell yeah I mean, yeah, they're going to have like good they're... stats and they can tank it, but they have type disadvantage against so anyways. <laughs> yeah, it seems like because that's one of the things Minato mentioned. And it's one of the things I thought when sort of looking at their kit is it seems like they were kind of partly designed to be a super battle road unit. But then they kept that only being able to dodge against uh, the certain enemies, which then means there's not that many super battle road stages where you can even do that. Because obviously the stun is very useful. I got the no items run on the future saga stages by using double trunks of my and just getting like the stun lock. But you got to be very careful against Cell, like you say, because you can't dodge against him. Um, so yeah, it seems weird. It seems like they had the idea to make them good for Super Battle Road, but then just by not changing that dodge condition, it means they're not actually that great in quite a few Super Battle Road stages, unfortunately. I do want to say, uh, I think they're actually an okay unit against Omega because they can have that stun in the first, um, like yep. uh, in the first phase, right? Which, like, since Shenron, the Shadow Dragon ones, they lower your defense and attack, right? Which could be very mm -hmm. annoying. So, stunning them will allow you, obviously, to not have to worry about that. 
I think the one stupid thing about that getting off topic is you could stun those bosses, but he could still lock and seal you. I, I think that's dumb. I think if you stun them, they shouldn't be able to do that buff. That's just me, yeah. right? That's a separate thing. <laughs> Again, I think that they could be used now, but when you get to the next stage of difficult content, unless they get help, they're you're not you're just not gonna run them. Even now, you probably just they're not gonna be like a unit you go out and be like, Oh, I'm gonna run this unit, right? Yeah. Um unless you specifically have that specific setup, but it's I think it's a little too restrictive. Okay, so I think I feel like we said almost everything. I don't know if you wanted to add anything else, Gail, but I'm gonna I'm, I'll bring you in for this uh, for this <laughs> next one because now we're gonna get on to uh, what we alluded to earlier. When uh, yeah. how on earth do you bring out these this EZA in the same celebration as these other EZAs? And I'm sure Gail, you feel my pain here a little bit too because this man mm. right here was a global first unit. And then mm -hmm. JP gets his EZA first. And look what they did to this man. So STR, free-to-play, LR for Geo Blue. Gail, give us the, uh, the post-mortem on this man's EZA. Bro, we need to write a... We need to have a eulogy. We need to have an obituary. <laughs> we need to have everything for this man. This man is dead in the water. I genuinely think they made this guy in 2017, 2018. This EZA specifically. And even then, I would have probably said back then it was still a little bit wonky anyways because of the design they've gone for him. But yep. it genuinely feels like they made this in like, oh, he was supposed to drop with Area 28, right? Because we got Area, 20, Area 27 um, uh, in 2017 for us on Global, I think, with the Super 17 launch and everything, right? And uh, now that Area 28 has come out and then we have... Um, this guy as well with his EZA of releasing. I genuinely think they were supposed to release his EZA back then now. And they were like, <laughs> all right, let's just drop it now. You know, they've been asking for quest mode and all these surveys and stuff. Let's just do this right now. And it looks bad, man. It looks really, really bad. His kit is so wonky because they're giving you so much key when you don't want that much key so that you can get his, you know, additional, you want to get his 12 key for the stack, right? And then on top of that, when you do get that ultra super attack, it's only a medium chance of becoming a super attack anyways, instead of becoming a guaranteed yep. additional super. So that's also, you know, a problem as well. Overall, his kid has become worse post-EZA than it was before his EZA. It's that bad. I don't yep. understand why. And it's, it's something that I feel like has been a recurring theme in some of these units that have been releasing. Like, Fizz Raditz definitely seemed like a unit that should have come out with uh vegeta and napa way back when you know that asia vegeta and napa came out with fizz krillin's prime battle and stuff that's when fizz Raditz should have come out this is a unit that should have also come out in 2018 i don't understand why they're not updating these units to match when they're releasing instead they're just like oh we have this in the back burner let's just dump it on these guys now make no changes kind of thing i think it's very <laughs> stupid and it's ridiculous that we've gotten him in this format and the thing is from what i've gathered you can't even easy him now. Like he's just there and we're yep. just, we just know his easy A and when we get it, we're still not going to use it. So it's kind of irrelevant, <laughs> lying there in dust and it's never going to be used. It's that bad. It's so sad to see that such a hype unit, one of the, at his time when he dropped the best free to play unit in the game, bro, yep. Jay Fana probably must have been rolling in his sleep when he found out about this or rolling in his bed when he found out about this EZA, bro. It's this bad. 
It is honestly the worst thing I've seen in my in time in playing Dokkan, to be honest. I, I genuinely believe this is the worst thing they've done. 100%. <laughs> oh, yeah. Trust me. I literally, I can remember off the top of my head what the name of Jay Fanta's video was after the details came out. And it was yeah. literally, they have ruined STR for Geo Blue forever. <laughs> so, <laughs> Minato, uh, quite a big rant there from Gale. Um, this, I think, is the first time I have ever seen. Now, we've seen EZAs in the past. Uh, uh, Int Gohan is a pretty good example where people have been disappointed because they really haven't been made that much better. But I think this is the only, I was going to say the first, I think this is the only time I've legitimately seen people in comment sections and on Twitter saying that his EZA has made him worse than he was before. So Minato, what are your thoughts about Vegito Blue? I mean, Gale covered a lot of what I think. It's just disappointing. Yep. Like, you gain the 20% attack and defense, which is, like, nothing. <laughs> and then you lose a lot of the stacking you can get. So, if you don't easy them, you keep the stacks of 20% that go on permanently. And his stats will end up looking higher. <laughs> Just because you can actually stack up his attack defense more easily. <laughs> And then he'll look more powerful with getting those stacks compared to just getting the 18 keys and not being able to stack at all. If his 18 key super attack just like stack defense or even greatly stack defense if he wanted to go crazy, he'd be way different. It'd be, it'd be a mm. completely different story. But yep. it's like that small change they had to make that unfortunately they did not end up going through with. And it just sucks, right? Um, We've all been expecting and looking forward to this EZA. I, I don't have too much to say, especially after my trunks and my rant. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I pretty much covered everything I thought, but I, I, honestly, you just got to finish the step two of the EZA just so you can get the extra super attack levels and even the leader skill update. But then don't do step three. That'll give you the um, <laughs> the passive change, right? <laughs> I think that's what people are discussing, right? Just don't yeah. do this final step and get his passive to change because that's where, you know, kind of reverts <laughs> what which step is it that puts his maximum sa up to 14 because that's the one that actually changes the super attack effect isn't it when you get to 14 um, or yeah, I think, 24 for an i think it's um i think it's 14 but i think you get i don't think you get 14 on stage two i i i, I like have never half yeah. easier to unit which is why i don't yeah, know exactly <laughs> it's like the first time i'm gonna do it because <laughs> at least oh, for their 18 key they did give him the greatly raises attack and yeah. defense one turn which i think is fine and it's a lower attack everything else is uh so yeah joker i'm sure you're uh feeling the pain as well um what if you could obviously we could speculate all day long about major changes but what do you think are a very minor change you could make that would immediately make Vegito blue much much better in your opinion one minor change that could make him better that's not just stacking defense on both the supers uh -huh. um giving him guard instead of removing guard when there's a future saga ally in the turn <laughs> yeah i think that the big good. thing i've seen a lot of yeah. people say the big thing that they really should have done is the he has the was it, it's a medium chance to yep. um do get an five super key oh if you do the 18 <laughs> key um you just make that guarantee because is it it's not guaranteed additional normal with a medium chance to become a super is it it's the it's an additional attack that has a medium chance of becoming a super okay it is because then that does help to potentially trigger the additional from the hidden potential system but you know because you want to stack early on in an event like you don't what why would you risk it you just go for the 12 key mm -hmm. supers like you've been doing before um yeah. and then of course yeah that key bonus is um 
You can literally end up in a situation where you literally cannot get the 12 key super, which is completely yeah. antithetical to what you're trying to do with the unit in the first place. So very, very confusing that this EZA came out, um, especially as we said at the start to kind of set up I mean, this topic at the I, same time as L. How do you release the EZA for LR Goku Black and Tomasu and then this EZA for Vegito Blue in the same celebration? Like, you see, the yeah. funny thing is that he's not even released yet. You can only do the first step of yep. the EZA. Yeah. <laughs> so you're still going to have to wait like three weeks to get him. <laughs> Wow. I mean, yeah, so I he's wanna... releasing almost like a month after <laughs> Goku Black <laughs> yeah. and Samasu. And one, way worse. One last thing I'd like to add is uh, the medium chance of five key is so stupid because it's like, mm. oh, you have a medium chance to just not stack even if you want to, which is like out of your control. It's like as yeah. annoying as like enemies that lock and seal you, except you can't even like use a sense to solve that. You're just kind of screwed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where's my like, where's my on. reverse fruit of the tree of might? So I lose three key. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But yeah, very, very disappointing EZA for Vegito Blue. I mean, at the end of the day, he's a free-to-play unit. There are a bunch of players out there who's probably stopped using him a long time ago. And even if his EZA was relatively good, maybe wouldn't have ever used him again. But mm -hmm. as we talked about in previous episodes, considering the way he came out, how he was when he did first come out, he definitely deserved a bit better than this, I think. So very I, I disappointing. I will say I kind of disagree with that notion of like, oh, he's just a free-to-play unit because, I, I mean, you look at just not just Dokkan in general. I mean, Dokkan as well has had some amazing free-to-play units that have matched summonable levels or, you know, being able to be a staple in, you know, teams as a whole, be it free-to-play or summonable. You look at Roshi, even the Tech Goku and Gohan easier that we got during the worldwide celebration with Cell and Gohan, right? I personally feel like that should not be an excuse necessarily for them to just, you know, ruin. I, and I think this is an issue with Dokkan lately. It's just that they've been... The free-to-play units have not been up to scratch, let's be real. Not since, I would say, the 6th year anniversary, I would argue. Like, I can't think of another unbelievable free-to-play unit that we've gotten since Roshi. So, I feel like we should kind of, you know, pinpoint that as more of an issue than anything else. Because... Again, it's a little bit of a weird thing to say, but look at uh, Jay Fanna. I mean, he, my man is struggling. Like, they need to start, like, drip-feeding some of these free-to-play units for these free-to-play players to start being able to challenge some of these red zone stages. They don't have to be able to complete all of them, but it should make life a little bit easier. You know what I mean, right? Yeah. Definitely. Sorry, I got a uh, link level 10 I just wanted to share. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, we have there is technically another topic in between, but since we did bring it up already in the discussion about Vegito Blue, um, so obviously we have a new quest area, so Area 28, which has three new stages. Um, obviously, more are planned to be released because, as we've already said, you can't fully EZA um, Vegito Blue. Uh, there's not enough medals available in the shop. You do farm a new treasure item, the blue gems, basically just the blue version of the green incredible gems, and they're what you use to buy his medals, and you can get a couple of Kais from the barber shop. So only three new stages for now. However, I have seen a lot of talk about a, a potential new best link level stage. So, Minato, I know I've seen you talk about uh, doing some runs. Uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about, is it stage 28-2? Yeah, I'm actually showing it on the screen right now. 28-2 is my favorite link level stage right now, I think. Um, it's really quick. It takes like a minute and a half at most, right? 
there's three fights. It's at 25 stamina, so it has the highest um, link level rate in story mode, I believe, right? And I, I checked with like some of the actual like you know Dana Miner guys, um, and they confirmed that. So that's pretty cool. And I, I've been getting like so many link level tens, so many link level units. I I it's been crazy. Um, and it's just so much quicker compared to like eight nine. I, I like it a lot. I it's personally my favorite. And I'm getting all these blue gems. I think I I'm, I'm gonna check how many blue gems I'm at right now. Um, after I finish this actual run right here, but I think I already cleared out the shop. I think I'm around like probably fifteen hundred blue gems already. Um, I just been farming all the time. So whenever they add more stuff to the shop, I'm ready for that. Right. And yeah, it's it's been a pretty good experience for me. I definitely have enjoyed twenty three. I mean twenty eight two the new stage, right? Um, they only added yeah. three stages, so technically we can get more stages. I think right. Mm -hmm. Um, but we'll have to wait and see. You know, with the other stages that we'll get Vegeta Blue, it's possible we get them more stages in the data download with the LR Fusion Zamasu that's coming. Yeah, who knows? Um, and obviously, we were we were kind of all hoping that the new stages would bring a better uh, link level option because one of the things that I know I've personally noticed uh, a big change is the fact that before autoing was a thing, uh, everybody just used to play twenty three eight over and over again. Which, uh, especially during a celebration that was giving you an XP multiplier, uh, would actually help you rank up like pretty quickly even if you were at a higher rank and then when auto came out and the best stage changed to being like 710 or 89 because those stages are so much earlier on in the quest you don't get like barely any rank xp so i remember i went very quickly through the first like maybe 30 odd ranks of like 900 and then ever since auto came out, just I just never rank up anymore because you don't get any rank XP for uh, playing yeah. that stage. So I've been ranking up a lot. I think like every day we're getting like two, three ranks, um, which is very good, right? It gives you a lot of XP. I checked right now too. Uh, well, firstly, I want to say as well, the auto fight always takes you to the fight path because it's a yep. shorter path. So you always get those three fights guaranteed and they're all stop signs. And secondly, I'm at 2,500 uh, blue gems right now. So... <laughs> and that's way more than nice. i thought i said 1500 i just wanted to um bring that up <laughs> okay so yeah more stages to come potentially best new link level stage let us know down below what your experience with it has been have you found it better than the previous ones uh, i have seen a lot of people talking about it so uh very much looking forward to that coming to global as well so the final thing that we have to talk about for jp is the new extreme super battle road stage which is the goku family stage um obviously minato uh covered the last topic pretty in detail have either of you other two guys actually been able to attempt this stage or have you just seen stuff on it at this point uh joker why don't we start with you I haven't attempted it. I haven't opened JP since their anniversary. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Gail, any thoughts? I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. I didn't even know that there was a Goku family as we are on <laughs> JP until today when uh, I saw right. well, the Oh outline. my goodness, you global players. Uh, well, don't don't <laughs> worry. Don't worry, boys. The global topics are coming up next. So we'll go back oh, to Inato then. So tell us about <laughs> Goku family extreme super battle road. <laughs> Tech God Goku dominates. You could actually use Kaoken Goku there too because he has the intro animation against Vegeta's. But yeah, it's all mm. Vegeta's and Trunks's. So you could use like Tech God Goku with a pure Saiyan's buff and he just demolishes. It, there's so many options on the team. It's it's hard to lose with, you know, especially if you're using items. Yeah. I think a no item run could be very easy as well. Um, yeah. 
yeah, it's pretty, pretty solid to say. Just easy, and there's tons of options. So have fun. Uh, I personally yeah. beat it in one try. <laughs> no, yeah, no, I mean, for me. Goku Family has always been one of the stronger rosters in the game. Funny mm -hmm. that you know a team comprised of multiple versions of the main character of the series <laughs> has uh, some very strong options. But yeah, Goku Family definitely seems like it's not going to be too much of an issue for uh, most people. So let us go ahead then Before and we move continue on. on. Actually. I apologize, Ningen. I, I do want to bring up that I'm finally able to use Heart Virus Goku after like year, after months, because yes. <laughs> Red Zone, I would use them. <laughs> I could use them. Uh, yeah, because it's only yeah, his yes. thing's only for five turns, isn't it? So it's too yeah. uh, too risky mm -hmm. to use them in the Red Did Zone. Did you so, just yeah. never pull them or what? No, I, I have Rainbow and I'm like, max out. I just you don't use them in Red Zone because oh. it's turn restriction, right? Yeah. So but yeah, but Super Battle it's Road. He's uh, he's pretty damn good. So he's a yeah. go. Good option to uh, use right there. So now we are moving on to the global topics. So, of course, we are in the midst of the anniversary. Unfortunately, we are, I guess at this point, by the time the episode comes out, some of the part two content will have actually released. So at the time of recording, we're at that very final stage. We're probably, I think at this point, we are literally like just over 24 hours away from some new stuff releasing. Um, so part two of the anniversary is going to start soon. Not the banners, but just a little bit of extra content. So we've got a whole list of stuff to co go down here. So we'll sort of address it in somewhat the order here. But the banners aren't going to come out straight away. So let's talk about some of the stuff that is going to come out right away. So Joker, now that we're back onto global, uh, we obviously have two stages of both the red zone available right now. And two more stages will be releasing with this part two stuff so what are your thoughts on the two stages coming up for both versions uh do you think they're going to be particularly challenging have you seen jp runs on them what are your thoughts about the upcoming red zone stages i believe the next one has cooler right and that's when things really start mm -hmm. to ramp up if yep. i'm not mistaken so i mean the first two stages of each version were not particularly difficult as long as you play smart but i think that this next section will definitely ramp up that difficulty. Now people will actually have to pay attention to their team builds and their numbers and everything. So I'm excited for yep. it because I didn't realize that the Legic fight was just one fight and it was just him and then it was over. Yeah. So I was like, oh, we're done. Okay. So I'm expecting a lot more seeing as how hyped up the red zone has been for the past six months. So yeah, I'm expecting. Yeah, we talk of it. We talked about it a little bit last week, but it's the kind of the disappointing thing from the global player perspective is obviously, you know, part the by the time the anniversary was over and every single stage was was out, we're getting towards like the end of February. So global players have had to basically sit for like five months while JP players talk about how the red zone is the new hardest content in the game. Oh, it's so difficult. Only like, you know, 5% of the units in the game are even good in there. And then we get what I called in a tweet, baby's first red zone, where... The two stages we got of both of them are so unbelievably easy, but <laughs> mm -hmm. it has kind of created this almost funny split where I've seen a lot of people on like Twitter and things like that being like, oh, I thought Red Zone was supposed to be hard. It's so easy. But mm -hmm. yeah, the, uh, the upcoming stages are going to start to increase the difficulty a little bit. And uh, Gail, I know one of them... Um, Joker did already mention Cooler, but one of the ones that will be releasing is Baby, which I know yes, is one of the ones that can be quite difficult. So why don't you tell us mm -hmm. about uh, these upcoming Red Zone stages from your perspective? 
Yeah, Baby's gonna be a very interesting one. I think that one was the most challenging one out of the four when I remember yes. it from JP's release for sure, right? Um, especially I think when he he gets his, some AOE attacks, he mul supers multiple times if I'm not mistaken uh, at the end. If I'm, uh, if I'm not I think wrong. he can. No. He's the only supers no. once, but he can AOE multiple times. He can AOE uh, yeah. up to four times. Ah. <laughs> AO okay, yeah, that's what I confused it with. He can AOE multiple yep. times, but um, I think it's gonna be very interesting and very challenging. I think one thing to note as well is. Obviously, we also found it a lot easier because a lot of us had 200% leaders just yeah. off day one, and we finished all the baby stages, as you said, in one day, literally within the hour. I don't think any of us had issues <laughs> apart from, um, you know, Mr. Baby. I'm sorry. Um, but, uh, he's, ne he's never, he's never going to live this down. I'm, I, I'm never going to let him forget about this. Like, <laughs> I, can't wait, I can't wait for the Mr. Baby versus Baby video, though. You know, that's going to be pretty hype. Oh, bro, it's going to be good. Um, but no, I'm very much looking forward to it. I think it's going to be a good challenge for sure. I'm looking yep. forward to trying, trialing out different teams as well because I want to try out mm -hmm. at least the, you know, I want to try out, of course, the seven-year LRs against, uh, you know, the new stages, but I also want to test yep. out Goku Gohan. Uh, I might even try and make a March and Vegito team, although I want to probably wait on that one until we get SJ4 Vegeta and stuff. Uh, they're easy and stuff, to be quite honest. But, no, I'm very much looking forward to it. I'm, I'm excited for it. I'm excited for the challenge. It's going to be interesting to see how hard the diff or how fast the difficulty ramps up. Um, I'm I'm looking forward. It's going to be a good challenge, and uh, yeah, I think uh, for me personally, out of the four, I would say Baby is a little bit of a scary one for sure. But I also yep. think I think Minato mentioned this in the last podcast, and I, looking back on it, he is actually right. I think Rildo might be a little bit of an annoyance because of his locking and stuff. So yeah, that's also going to be a very interesting one. Oh, yes. I've gone on record multiple times as saying that rotation locking is my least mm -hmm. favorite thing in the game in terms of like yep, yep. enemy abilities and stuff. So absolute nightmare. So uh, Minato, as somebody who has uh, obviously beaten all of these stages already, uh, what are some golden kernels of advice you can give to the, the global players to get through these uh, next four stages? Uh, watch out for defense lowering. A lot of these bosses do end up starting to lower your defense, which could be quite annoying. Uh, for example, Baby's first stage, he does lower your defense. And yeah, that could be really annoying, if you're, especially if you're bringing up a lot of units that need to build up. The Roto stage, he lowers your defense in all three phases, if I'm correct. And then on top of that, the final phase, which is tech, he can lock your units. So ideal. Well, not ideally. Ideally for him, I guess, he could lock your like third slot unit in slot one. Yeah. Then super them instantly and lower the defense, and then you're dead. Yep. <laughs> right. <Yep>. Um, <laughs> I would say with Cooler, he's like a baby, like like a mini version of Omega Shenron, because he has a countdown super attack, which, on one hand, you know where the super attack is always going to be. On the other mm -hmm. hand, it does hit very hard. But you can, like, you know, bring units specifically designed to tank that super attack. Like, earlier yep. today, um, I have, the, I have runs up for the cooler and the, um, was it, the 13 tomorrow. But I had, like, Goku slash Gohan, the post-exchange, the countered yeah. cooler super. So it was, like, nice. <laughs> it was pretty <laughs> funny, right? Um, yep. There's ways to work around it for sure. Yeah, and Super Saiyan 4 Gogeta counter and stuff like that. Yeah, so. stuff like that for sure. And I would say, since I already kind of talked about the rest of them, 13, just kind of want to bring tech units. But I would say if you're bringing a full tech team, 
the issue is going to be the first phase rather than the last two because the last two are the last two phases are both AGL, so you can bring a full tech team. But the first mm -hmm. phase is against thirteen and fourteen, I believe. No, it's fourteen and fifteen, but yep. they both lower your defense. So mm -hmm. you got to be careful with that, um, with them lowering your defense because you don't want to get caught with that, and then your units end up getting weaker, and then you take more damage. Right? Mm -hmm. That that's really all I can say. Oh, thirteen also disables evasion. Um, keep that in mind. So. Yeah, it's in the phases where you're actually fighting Android 13, you can't dodge. So you can dodge in the first phase against 14 and 15, but then, yeah, you can't dodge against Android 13. So obviously that is bear correct. that in mind. Um, so, yeah, the big thing, like, for people who... The first couple of stages were easy, so you could kind of maybe get through if you had made some, I guess, quote-unquote, mistakes in your team building. But, like, the biggest thing to think about, I think, when it comes to these red zone stages and as the difficulty starts to ramp up is... A lot of the way that people have built teams, even for difficult content, and it's the way I've usually liked to build teams, is obviously I like to have my main rotations and then I like to bring support units. And we've gotten a lot of support units over the last year or two who are actually quite good and can hold their own defensively. But a lot of those units require them to super attack first in order for them to be good defensively. And we are now starting to get to stages that, as Minato said, not only could they lock that unit in slot one and then super them before they get a chance to attack. But of course, we're going to be coming up against enemies that are doing AOEs as well. So they're going to be attacking you before you get a chance to attack. So the big mm -hmm. thing you really have to think about is you cannot bring like a whole team of units that only are good defensively after they've attacked, because we're now getting to the stages where some of those units, you're not going to have a choice and they're going to be getting hit before they get to attack. So it's going to be interesting to see how uh, all the people who thought those first couple of stages were way too easy get on with these next ones. I'm personally oh. <laughs> trying to beat them all with the Heroes team, and we'll see how uh, far we can actually go. But. Have fun against Baby, dude, <laughs> with God Trunks. Oh, yeah, double hit phase? That's yep. going to be disgustingly hard. Um, yeah. I, I will say Baby, when he came out, was definitely the hardest boss in the game by far. Mm. Um, and a I, it should be the same on global, right? Baby could catch you off guard multiple times, so yeah. you want to be careful with him. You definitely want to save your items for that final phase, because yeah. it's I mean, four. I'll, at the very I'll least, it's four phases, so you can build up your units, right? Yeah, I'll, see, I'll probably do baby with double super Saiyan four Vegito leads though, rather than uh, bringing true. Trunks, but, that, that, that but yeah, work. I mean, I did, I did the first four stages all no items with the heroes team. Um, I want to see how far I can go with the heroes team. I know that once we get to these next harder stages probably not going to be able to do no items with the heroes team but i, I want to see at least how far they can go so uh be interesting to see but that's going to be coming up then of course we also have uh the easy a's uh although i guess the easy a's that are dropping straight away is not for the free-to-play units the easy a's we should be getting uh by the time the episode goes up is of course for god goku another one of minato's favorites and god vegeta as well as the tech super saiyan 4 gogeta and uh physical omega so joker i'll pass it over to you uh out of all of those units you can pick which one is your favorite which one do you want to talk to us about about the four units that are going to get their easy a's 
Probably Tech God Goku because he's the most impactful. <laughs> wow. Steel Minato's. Yeah, do it. Do it. Steel Minato's Thunder. I, I will because he's so useful. Like, Min- Minato's been talking about him for four, five months now, and he's he <laughs> hasn't gone down, even though he may not be placed in someone's tier list, but we won't talk about that. I'm so <laughs> mad. I'm so mad at him for that. That, that is the Are worst offense ever. ever. Are we just gonna call him he who must not be named from here on out? For that? Is that no. what it is? Mr. The Truth Troutman DT, I will specifically target you. Disrespecting Tech God Goku ah. over there. But he's, you he's... are a menace disrespecting my goat. Someone send this to him right now. Tell him oh I'm coming. And I will hit him with a seal, God Goku. What about that? Die. I don't know if. Uh, That's <laughs> oh boy, what have I done? I don't know. I don't know if people should randomly start messaging him to tell him that Minato is coming. That seems a bit weird. But, <laughs> yeah, um, okay. anyway. anyway, Joker, tell us Crazy, about God right. Goku. <laughs> he, he's the god's best linking partner, and I used him in Super Battle Road last night just for funsies, even though I didn't have his EZA. And he's he does so much for the LR gods. It's it's uh-huh. not even funny. Like there are so many good linking partners for the Super Saiyan fours that they're fine. But Tech God Goku really brings that team together as far as just defense and orb changing and taking care of links. And his movie bosses and Pure Sans damage reduction now is just ridiculous everywhere. So I he's not going to age. He's going to mm. be just fine for a long, long time. And that's where I'll leave it because I know Minato is going to talk about it too. <laughs> well, Minato, you can give us your extra thoughts on God Goku. And then why don't you tell us about God Vegeta as well? I mean, God Goku's just great. Um, he's like the best. Honestly, you could argue him as the best unit in the game for like the movie bosses side of Red Zone. That th- that's how impactful he is. He helps the entire team with his orb changing. Um, the damage reduction is really good. Just not much to say about it. He just Broly's a baby to him, right? <laughs> uh, that's really it. I mean, Joker covered a good amount, so I don't have to go that in depth. And I feel like at this point, a lot of people know how good he is. So I'm gonna talk about God Vegeta, which I feel like is a little underrated just a tiny bit because when you get his guard off it's really good i just think that they should have made his buffs so he gets attacked when he gets attacked he gets 77 percent attack and defense that should have been for five turns but it's actually three turns which does unfortunately kind of suck right yeah. um he stacks attack and i feel like people will be really surprised at his damage that he does because look with all these god links that he has he can get like 90 plus percent attack from his links so he does yeah. it pretty hard considering he greatly stacks attack he could triple super attack i think that's what people are going to be surprised at but defensively i think he could definitely be better it just depends on if his guard is active or not it's, it makes a huge difference um that's really it though i think he'd still be pretty good you could definitely get away with him in red zone Okay, and then Gale, that leaves us with two units that, funnily enough, mm-hmm. once again have kind of a special history when it comes to global. And yep, uh, yep. that is Tech Super Saiyan 4, Gogeta, and Physical Omega Shenron. So the revival of our uh, to-be-released boys. So tell us yep. about uh, their EZAs. Which one are you most excited for? I could probably guess, but tell us about I mean. their uh, EZAs. <laughs> I mean, this is from an era that I really, really enjoyed, to be quite honest, in, in the sense of, like, I'm a big GT fan. Everybody knows this. Um, but also, I really hope that this time around, hopefully they don't have the to-be-released tag in any form of their kit, hopefully. Um, but no, I, I definitely like SJ4 Gogeta specifically as well. I mean, this is the guy that I managed to pull after so, so long. You know, I dumped all of my stones 
didn't get him. I think I dumped like 600, 700 stones. And this is when I was still like very new to the game. I just saved up coming after. And I remember Global, we had, you know, gone from straight away from SJ for Goku and Vegeta to these guys and it was just like wait yeah. a second hang on <laughs> we we weren't ready for this for, for this at all um mm-hmm. but no and they, they're, they're the first category elite so they have a special place in history for sure when it comes to dokkan and i really like sj for gojita's kit for sure they gave him that much needed defense at start of turn um overall the only thing i'm really iffy about him is of course i wish his you know his high chance of attacks being effective against all types was guaranteed Apart from that, his kid is very, very solid. I really like him as a unit. Um, obviously, yep. in my opinion, he's better than the int one because he keeps that for the most part, all of his stats and everything. Of course, he has that five turns, attack and defense, 25%, but he's still really solid. Um, I'm very excited to use him when he comes out on global, but I think you want to talk about... I think you can talk about Shadow, uh, Omega Shenron, I was going to say. <laughs> Yay! So, uh, I mean, yeah, Tech Gogeta as well for me. I remember when he came out on global... Um, it's one of the first times I believe, because it's happened to me a couple of times over the years, but I was lucky in the sense that uh, Super Saiyan 4 Gogeta, I pulled him on literally the last multi, like my last 50 stones after, I think I did maybe like five, 600 stones on his banner or something. And I was not a big whale then either. So literally my last 50 stones, I managed to get him. So that meta was very cool, even without them having a leader skill, using him on like the physical Vegito blue team and all that kind of stuff. It was pretty great. And then, yeah, Omega Shenron, he gets his EZA. He's pretty good. Um, obviously, finally, Shadow Dragons gets a leader skill that's higher than 150. But I would guess mm-hmm. the biggest problem is that that team is just so like restricted, especially like the Shadow Dragons all work really well together. So you can build a team, double Omega Shenron leads, bring like the new techs in, the LR Shadow Dragon army, stuff like that. That team can be pretty good, but that's basically like the only way you can build it. And it doesn't really work very well outside of that scenario, which is unfortunate, but they are both very, very good. Uh, obviously, this is two Extreme Z battles, one for both of the GT units and one for both of the gods all at the same time. So those two are going to be coming out and uh, those um, units definitely going to be impactful. Joker? Off topic, off topic. I just got a Beers and Weiss animation for the Super Saiyan Force. Yo! <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Let's go. Wow. Is, uh, what number copy is that for you? <laughs> that is my or? second dupe. Oh, I got Super Saiyan 4 Vegeta in there as well. Oh, That's hey, my cool. second dupe for them. Oh, you're nice. going to get two more in there. And they're going to have to get the rainbow, right? <laughs> yeah, there they are. <laughs> Just don't Perfect. put the uh, second dupe into the top right path. <laughs> yeah, I did yeah. I did see that unfortunate accident of Tigers. <laughs> oh, I, I I that. oh, no. <laughs> I swear this is no. the second time it's happened as well. I think he did it. So, which, which unit was it? <laughs> oh, no. There was another oh, no. one. I remember <laughs> He did this before as well. I mean, it's not new. I don't know. He keeps making the same mistake every Tiger, single time. Tiger, my boy. Oh, no. That's, that's unfortunate. Um, oh, okay. one thing I want to mention about Gogeta before we continue on is he does have the 70% counter chance, which, again, is yep, very powerful. That is they big. Not, yeah. They did not touch oh, that yes. at all. And oh, yes. I will say I, one thing that does suck a little is he doesn't have Saiyan Roar. He's good enough, but yeah. me personally... Mm. I, I use them for sure when I get the chance, but I just think that after the LR Super Saiyan 4 is these days, I don't 
tend to use them like yeah. on rotation as much anymore, yep. if anything. Mm-hmm. So make sure you get your use out of them for sure. I will yep. say because yeah, the fact that even Vegeta, like even though he doesn't have Kamehameha, like he's giving the LRs uh, Saiyan raw and legendary power. So obviously he juices them up quite a bit difference. more than. Uh, yep. I mean, Saiyan raw is a twenty-five percent attack link, which is pretty crazy. I feel like Tech Gogeta, especially for difficult content, as we were just saying, like the red zone, you can't really bring you know, some of the more squishy support units. I feel like Tech Gogeta probably still has a place on the Super Saiyan 4's team for the red zone stages, but as like a slot mm-hmm. three floating unit, because it'll still link up nicely with the other Super Saiyan 4s that you're bringing to boost up the LR. So he's still yep. going to be very good. Um, and yeah, that's 70% counter chance. He has type advantage over Broly. So he's going to still be pretty good. I'm definitely uh, looking forward to uh, to his one. So the other thing that releases at the same time is the Awakenings for the free-to-play units. I feel like we don't really need to talk about those because obviously we all know the way these work with the anniversary they're going to get their easy a in part three so before they get their easy a they're not even really worth running um the gohan and goten obviously awaken into an lr gohan goten and trunks but they don't get their easy a until part three so that is another thing obviously coming out with part two for you guys to be getting on with in the game but they're not really going to be usable so after that there's going to be i think a week delay if we go by the timing from jp and then we get the proper the main event i guess for a lot of people of part two which is the part two top legendary summon banner so this one definitely came as a surprise to people during the anniversary when it debuted on jp when obviously we had no idea what to expect the fact that the two featured lrs are uh saiyan saga themed and we get the kaioken goku and the great ape vegeta so i'll start with you minato since obviously you play jp do you have one or both of these units already uh give us your thoughts on one of them i have both of them um i think kaioken goku is the one people are more comfortable with so i'll talk about great ape vegeta um <laughs> he has you know he has the guard guarantee which is pretty nice i just think that the, the thing with him is that he's a guard unit that kind of wants to be in slot two or three which sometimes can be fine especially when a unit eventually ages out in slot two or three where he gets most of his stats right he could be looking very powerful defensively i think that offensively people may underrate him a little especially if you do end up putting him in slot one right he could do like 10 million attacks that's aoe 9 million attacks that's aoe right which is really good uh people tend to forget that the eating key is an aoe um and yeah that's pretty much it on top of that for super battle road like he's a super bad unit for sure i think he has the grade 8 mechanic which does pretty solid damage and obviously you're invincible during that time right so if you're able to get that off that could be really helpful in difficult content just in general right i think he's a good unit it's just that the the saiyan saga saiyans they all like don't really link well with each other and this video doesn't really have a great partner right now so he's kind of i don't end up using him unfortunately um I mean, you could force him into the team if you're going to have fun with him. But again, he's not a unit that you're going to be like, oh, I have to bring him. He's like a defensive ace, right? Yeah. I wish that he was like that, but that's just the only thing with him. Um, He's still fun. It's still really good, though. I will say that. Okay. And so uh, Joker, obviously 
global players are in a slightly different uh, scenario because, of course, right before the release of the anniversary, we got the LR, Goku and Piccolo, who actually introduced the Saiyan Saga category to global. So do you think that adds some value to these banners? Would you say if you have Goku and Piccolo, you should definitely be more incentivized to summon for these LRs? Or do you think they're good enough to summon for anyway? What do you think about the part two LRs? I think just looking at them by themselves, they are very good units, um, just for what they are. Like, Goku can hit stupid damage numbers, and Gradient Vegeta, like Minato said, he, he's good on his own right. He's maybe not as good as Goku, but he still has a lot of value on his teams. But looking at the bigger picture, even with the Goku and Piccolo, and then, you know, the upcoming, the upcoming Fizz Raditz, the Saiyan Saga mm -hmm. team is not all that great and not mm -hmm. highly used so summoning for them versus like the gods and fours or the upcoming worldwide download celebration that's like a month after the anniversary <laughs> yep. i don't think it's <laughs> worth it they're yellow coin lrs they'll be on the banners they'll be in the shops i don't think you need to summon for them over some of these other options Okay, okay. So, Gail, let me pose a slightly different question to you. Obviously, I want to hear your thoughts on the LRs as well. But do you think then for uh, global players with these Part 2 banners coming up, if you have not done so already, of course, do you think it would be better to do the 300 stone summon for the 77 units and three guaranteed LRs or to hmm. summon for these Part 2 LRs? What do you think about them? I think it's better to summon on the 300 stone banner because you're just getting more value out of it, especially if you're a newer player, right? Um, uh -huh. And this is assuming you're done with the seven-year LR banners, right? Yeah, you're, of course, you're, yeah. You've, you've gotten one of each or maybe like one dupe in each. You're, you're doing well there. Uh, if you're looking for value, I would say you're better off going for the 300 stone banner purely because you're guaranteed three LRs. Yes, they can be good or bad, but... I hate doing this, but it's true because these units will get a lot of EZAs as well. A lot of the units that are old as well on the 300 stone banner have gotten EZAs or will be getting EZAs. I mean, Tech Rose Master is a perfect example. I pulled Tech SSJ3 yep. Goku and he's one of the next in line to get an EZA. So that's value yep. there as well, right? So I think you're better off going for the 300 stone banner than you mm -hmm. are for the part two banner. Uh, what I would say personally, if you want to do anything regarding the part two banner, you're done with the SJ4s and gods, dump your rainbow tickets into the part two banner. Otherwise, don't touch yep. it with stones, in my opinion, especially with worldwide being so close. And I know we get a frick ton of stones during the anniversary. I think we're still due another 600, 700 stones, if I'm not mistaken, with the yeah, EZAs and whatnot. So, yeah, I believe just from yeah. the part two stuff alone, mm -hmm. we should get around like 250. And that's if we don't yeah. get like extra bonuses yeah. or whatever. So. And I will say with the Rainbow Stones, I, uh, not the Rainbow Stones, the Rainbow Tickets, mm -hmm. I personally got both Great A Vegeta and Goku off the Rainbow Tickets, yeah. right? So well, you, you, you can get lucky like that. That can living happen to you, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was living the dream and I got a dupe of Vegeta off the actual summons, right? I, I was gaming that video, man. Yeah. That was crazy. Yeah, I'm going to have to channel some of that energy because that's exactly the same boat that I kind of want to be in. It's like Gail mentioned, if you already have the part one LRs, um, I think it's definitely a good idea to when we get these rainbow tickets. So we didn't really talk about them, but obviously part two, uh, when the part two LR banner comes out, I think it's exactly synced up with when the three plus one ends on the Dokkan Fest LR banners. 
Once that ends, the part two LR banner comes out. The part one banners will still be up. And that is when the rainbow tickets become available to be used. And they could be used on any of those three banners. So you can do singles or you can use five tickets to do a five unit multi. It's not guaranteed SSR. But yeah, as Gail mentioned already, like if you're done summoning on part one, which I think I'm pretty happy. I got two dupes in both. I uh, obviously want to try and save stones if possible. Well, so I am absolutely going to dump all of my rainbow tickets into the part two banner and hopefully pull a Monato and get both or at least one of the LRs because uh, Global is in that unique position, as we kind of already mentioned already when talking about the release of uh, Gogeta and Omega after the original Super Saiyan 4s. You have to remember as a Global player that once the anniversary is over, we are going to get one Dokkan Fest, which is going to be Raditz, which is probably the easiest skip in global history. And then we're straight into the worldwide download celebration. So any situation where you can potentially save stones is obviously going to be beneficial. If you are missing one of the part one LRs, I think my advice would be to go for them with the rainbow tickets first, because obviously they're the two best units in the game at this point on global. Uh, definitely more valuable to have them than the part two LRs, because... For me personally, like the Saiyan Saga team is not the best, especially the way it is right now on global. So if you, you know, use your tickets or some stones on that and you pull like one copy of Great Eight Vegeta, like what what teams and stuff are you really going to run him on? Uh, mm -hmm. So if you still need the part one LRs, you definitely want to go for them first. But, you know, free tickets, free summons is always good at the end of the day. So the only other thing we have left to talk about now is uh, a little bit of a short discussion to end the episode, because obviously we could we could be here all night. Uh, depending on how in-depth we wanted to go. So we'll we'll keep it brief, but we can talk about it again next week because we probably aren't expecting it till part three. But the big mystery looming on the horizon for the global version of the anniversary is, of course, this global exclusive event that was teased in the uh, producer letter. So all we really know is that it's going to be an event of some kind that when it comes to global, it will be a global exclusive event. So obviously that means it's probably going to come out on JP at some point in the future, but that does mean it's not going to be something like the link level keys or, you know, father, son, gallant gun trunks of a GL. It's not going to be something that's out on JP already. So uh, Joker as a global main, why don't you start us off? What would you, what do you speculate or what do you want it to be? Give us, give us some ideas. I would like a new EZA that hasn't happened mm. yet, but uh -huh. trying to slam what five big time EZAs in the anniversary <laughs> might be overdoing it a little too much. Nah. But I mean, we all wanted, right? We all wanted Gogeta Blue and Fizz Broly's EZAs. And oh, we yes. Didn't that get them during the anniversary. So if they were to drop those, that would be incredibly hype yep. and incredibly good. But Again, it, I don't think it's too realistic, so I think it's just going to be some story event with some new grindable free-to-play character who maybe will break the mold and actually be a decent free-to-play character for the first time in months. Because the one thing I couldn't remember off the top of my head, because obviously this, we're all, the reason we would obviously speculate that this is going to come in part three or the EX part, whatever you want to call it, um, is the fact that obviously that was when on JP in the anniversary, they released the free to play LR of the Goku Jr. and Vegeta Jr. But then of course they released that early on global. So it seems yep. to make the most sense that this new thing that we're getting is basically to replace that slot in the schedule. 
Um, so I think, Minato, you said something like this on Twitter. I think it was you anyway, that we are potentially going to see some kind of new farmable free-to-play LR instead. So what, what are your thoughts on what this could be? Yeah, I mean, I, I agree exactly what Joker said. I, I It was me that said that, Ningen. Um, essentially, I wouldn't get your hopes too high for, like, you know, Gogeta Blue and Broly Easy A or some new LR or something or, like, you know, some mm-hmm. crazy event where... You know, like, you get Link level 10s for free or something, right? Although possible, I just... I don't want you... I wouldn't say get your hopes up for something, like, mega big like that. And then be let down that it's something like, you know, like a a Roshi stage part two, (laughs) right? Mm -hmm. Um, I I would say it's reasonable to expect another free-to-play unit. Maybe related even to superhero, right? Um, Which could be pretty interesting, right? I just think that... It's really because the only thing that would be missing from this anniversary and the global anniversary is that Goku and Vegeta Jr., just like you said, which already came out early to global. It just makes the most sense, but they can always throw a curveball. Maybe it is Gogeta and Broly. Anything technically is possible, but I would say that not everything is probable. Um, Yes. And you just got to really... At this point, we just kind of got to wait and see, I think, but... I think a free-to-play unit is definitely a very safe option to choose. Yep. Because that's the thing. It could be a newer story of, like, the GT uh, Vegeta and Goku Jr. Um, When they say it's a new event, you know, that could be a story event with a farmable card. Or it could be an easy A because an Extreme Z battle is an event. So, obviously, we really have no idea what it is going to be. But as Minato said, it's probably a good idea to temper your expectations a little bit because... There are some things that would be super hype that you could definitely justify, like, fitting into the theme. Because, like Joker said, obviously, with um, Omega and Gogeta getting an easy A, that is obviously, you know, Super Saiyan 4 Gogeta and his final boss. It fits in with the uh, theme of one of the Part 1 LRs. So it would have made perfect sense for AGL, Gogeta and Physical Broly to get their easy A in the anniversary as well. But, of course, they did not. So I can see why people would... Would think they would fit in very well because they definitely would um i can definitely tell you for free that the jp player base would not be happy if uh <laughs> those easy a's were global first especially if they were really good hey they um, got the they got the vegeta blue <laughs> first honestly yeah, exactly 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 i got tech oka black and zamasu right now i am on cloud nine dude <laughs> i am good tech oka black and zamasu is more than enough for me Right now. Yeah. So one so. thing I did wanted to double check actually because I don't remember. Um, I'm link leveling them at the moment actually, so I should have been able to check. But the Goku Junior and Vegeta Junior did they get an easy A as well, or are they just an LR? They no, were just so LR for the it was just an LR. Then for Sandy, both versions got their easy A, I believe. So right, yeah. okay. I mean, so it's possible that it could it's not be a free to play, right? <laughs> yeah, so it could be a free to play LR. And then they could get an easy A straight away, maybe. Um, I mean, it could so happen Gale... like how it did on glo- on global, right? But reverse, right? So global gets the unit, and then both versions have that unit easy A, and JP gets the unit during worldwide. Yeah, so it's like a switch around. So Gail, um, I haven't gone to you. Uh, obviously, there's been a couple of ideas floated around. Is there anything different from that, or anything that you think is most likely? What are your thoughts on what this global exclusive event could be? Uh, no, I have nothing else to add. You guys covered pretty much everything, in all honesty. Um, it's either going to be an EZA or it's going to be a free-to-play LR. I am leaning towards it being more so just a free-to-play LR. And then, like Minato said, the easier will happen at a later date. Maybe we might get it first as well. Who knows? 
Um, uh-huh. I don't see it being anything beyond that. I don't see us getting some form of like blue zone or whatever people have been calling it these days. <laughs> um, but uh, no, I just think it's going to be something very simple, very straightforward um, and nothing too crazy. I don't think so. Yeah, I do like the fact that as like just random side note there from what you said, I like the fact that the community has like unanimously decided that when we get the mm-hmm. super enemies version of the red zone, that's going to be called the blue zone for some reason. <laughs> but <laughs> but yeah, so very interesting to see what that is going to be. Obviously, we have no idea at this point. I honestly wouldn't be surprised when we get around to next week's episode. We obviously will be in the thick of part two. I think the LR banner will be just about to release. So it's very likely that we probably still will not know exactly exactly what it's going to be i did see some speculation earlier that i thought was pretty cool uh that i'll leave you guys with to think about is uh you know being that the whole theme of the celebration is goku and vegeta and their rivalry and their legacy which is why it ended up with goku jr and vegeta jr i don't know if it was you actually minato but i did see somebody post earlier an idea that i thought was pretty cool which would be a free-to-play lr of the uh coat Goku and Vegeta from like the beginning. I of the saw Bobby that. Movie. It wasn't so I, I me, that but I did be, see that. I think that would be pretty cool. So um, mm-hmm. yeah, I'll leave that with all you for all you guys out there to think about. Let us know down below in the comment section. What do you think the global exclusive event is going to be? What would you like it to be? Uh, and what do you think is most likely? Let us know down below in the comment section. So that is going to be it for episode 91 of the Dokon Battle podcast. I have been your host, the Mask Ningen. I want to thank all of my guests, uh, Ice Cold Joker, Gail Raya, and Minato for being here today. Also, a big shout out to Manscaped for sponsoring the episode and to all of you guys for tuning in and checking it out. Like I said, let us know all of your thoughts on any of the topics down below in the comment section. So from all of us over here at 59 Gaming, that is it for this week, and we will see you all next time. Peace out.